Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. It definitely is. Man, I feel blessed, black, and highly favored. How y'all feel? I feel great. Man, life is good. Today is June 8th. Right, drop on the clues bombs for all the Gemini's out there. I got a lot of Gemini uh, folks in my life. Gemini's are the craziest. Man, they're a little different. <laughs> they definitely a little different, but they're very good people. Well, that side in them mm-hmm. is very good. The other side is just, you know, we don't know. Well, aside from the Gemini's, shout out to our Brooklyn Nets. Bucks and seven. Nah, you, still, you still screaming that? Nah, B. Bucks and seven. Yeah, I think last night was a good precursor to I don't know your if we prediction. Could listen to you, actually. Yeah. You said what? So I don't think we can listen to you. You said the Knicks were gonna come out. Uh, <laughs> I picked the Suns. Series Relax. One. Listen, you don't get you don't well, always you get it right. Well, you had a fifty percent chance. Yeah. No, 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 no. Nobody gets it right all the time. By the way, have you ever watched ESPN? You think those guys? Do you think those <laughs> you have guys ever get it right? The whole inside the NBA crew. Well, not all of them. Shaq and uh, Charles Barkley definitely picked the Bucks, but I got the Bucks in seven. You said you was. You said you wasn't gonna watch the Floyd fight. You ordered that. Oh, that was different. That was just a change. I can't change believe you. I can't trust you. I, I, I'll I, change my mind too. If, if the Nets win, <laughs> the Nets win, I'm gonna change my mind too. I'm like, it is what it is. I, listen, I reserve the right to be wrong. Okay? okay, all I'm saying is Bucks and seven. I know it's two zero now, mm-hmm. but that's why it's a seven game series. Well, that's shout out all. to our Brooklyn Nets. They won by 39 points yesterday. That yeah, was it was their nasty. Good. Biggest playoff win in Nets history. Yeah, it was nasty. That's look really good. First two nasty. games. Goodness <laughs> gracious. That was nasty. But you still got the Bucks in seven. Bucks in right? seven. Okay. You got to stay with it. He said it a couple. He yeah. said it a couple. Bucks days are a good so team. Don't sleep. Salute the Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? The first city to syndicate us. All right. Drop on that the blue box for V100.7. The Bucks are a really good team. That is okay. true. All right. Now if the Nets go to Milwaukee and do what they've been doing in Brooklyn, it's a different ball game. But I, I, I think Bucks in seven. All right. We'll keep this. <laughs> is James Harden back next game? Do we know that? How's his hamstring? I wouldn't come back if I was him. Why? He wants to play. They're up 2-0. He, he like, still you know, they still play. they still have a championship to win. So they still got the Eastern Conference Finals. He still wants to play. Still though. got the championship. Like if, it's, if he's not ready to come back, there's no need to rush. I didn't say it's not like they need back. the help. I just said, is he coming back? It doesn't so. look like they need the help. If they yeah. was down 0-2, okay, I might be saying, all right, James Harden, come back. They don't need the help, I don't think. Yeah, but if he's doing right, he's coming back. He wants to play. It's playoff time. Bucks and seven. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. And if the Nets win in seven, I'm gonna say Bucks and eight. <laughs> Bucks and eight, my goodness. All right, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about next? Well, since we're talking about Bucks, let's talk about Buckhead in Atlanta. They are talking about filing for divorce from Atlanta and forming their own city. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Y'all acting like Florida. It sounds very Florida, Buckhead. All right. I need to hear more. Bucks and eight now. Bucks and eight. I need to hear more, Buckhead. Goodness gracious. All right, we'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. 
All right, NBA last night. We talked about it earlier. The Brooklyn Nets, I'm looking for the score. Yeah, they won last night 125 to 86. Bucks Woo! in seven. Phoenix beat Denver 122-105. Drop on the clues bombs for Phoenix. Them Suns look good, damn it. Suns look good too. Suns look good too. And tonight Atlanta takes on Philly, all right? And also the uh Utah takes on the Clippers. Now what else we got, E? All right, well, let's talk about this COVID crime wave. According to Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms in Atlanta, the city is facing a COVID crime wave. Homicides are up by about 63% compared to the same time last year. And Buckhead is trying to file for divorce and form their own city. They said, we're establishing our own police force and we will eradicate crime. They said the crime has gotten to a point where it's just unmanageable and it seems like there is no end in sight. Some Buckhead residents say they're paying too much in taxes and not getting that bang back for their buck, citing concerns with local public schools, broken infrastructure, and lagging public services like waste collection. Don't blame this on COVID, though. COVID just exposed all the underlying conditions that already existed in these communities. COVID crippled the economy. These people were already not doing well financially. So after last year, they damn sure not doing well. But I also feel like a lot of people went to Atlanta because it was open. That, what do you mean? Uh, that don't live there. Like, Oh, yeah. But I, I, don't, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying don't blame it on COVID. It's the fact that people are hurting financially. Yeah, crime is up everywhere. Though. Yeah, that's crime why they're committing crimes because mm-hmm. the people are hurting financially right now. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with that. And there's a new Alzheimer's drug that's the first of its kind this yesterday. Mm-hmm. to be FDA approved. But there are a lot of risks um, along with taking this. But it's been a major development for patients in the biotech industry. They said this is the first time we have any new approved treatment for Alzheimer's disease over the past two decades. So this new drug is called Aduhelm, and it's for treating early Alzheimer's disease. So if you find out early on, you get those signs uh, early enough, then you can actually try this. It's been conditionally approved by the FDA. Mm-hmm. And yes, this is something that is encouraging for the one in nine Americans over the age of 65 who are facing a diagnosis of Alzheimer's. According to the Alzheimer's Association, over 5 million Americans have it, and this number is expected to more than double by 2050. How do you know what the signs are early on? Do people with Alzheimer's know they have it? No. Um, yeah. It's a lot of times now. And sometimes people around you can recognize it, though. Yeah. Mm. You can't remember something. Uh, you can't remember somebody's name. You don't mm-hmm. remember. Like, I had a neighbor that uh, couldn't remember how to get home. Mm-hmm. So he was stuck on the side of the road. Didn't know how to eat. Didn't know if if they should be using their fork or their spoon. Uh, also, um, like, my mother-in-law didn't know who her daughter was. Gotcha. Like little things like that, but it would come in and out. But they said this drug has a, a bunch of side effects, but I mean, if, if they had the opportunity to get it, I, I mean, to help them now, out, I would. You want to know what the side effects are? Yeah, please. Uh, some of the potential side effects are brain swelling, tiny bleeding in the brain, and so now Jeez. they said it's still light years from where we were, though, and I think studies should continue now that the drug is approved. I don't, I don't know, know if I'll take the bleeding in the brain. On. Those aren't good pros and cons. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, some, <laughs> like, some people are saying that, now. you know, the possible side effects outweigh the benefits. I agree. I don't know about bleeding that Bleeding on the brain, brain swelling. Mm. I think I'll pass for right now. I'll wait it out a little longer. I guess it gives people hope, though, that as they're trying to develop this, you know, that potentially and you said they're they working on it. it. It's conditionally approved. I think it's just all about what you, um, what you, what you, what you forget, right? What all time is right. What you mean? I mean, because there's some memories you want to get rid of, but there's some things you don't. Well, you can't control you can't, it. Yeah, though. You can't pick and choose. <laughs> oh, see, well, that would be like that movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's what that was about. Yeah, you know. So, he could, no, you can pick and choose what memories. You yeah, you can erase your memory. Oh, that'd be amazing. 
All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. I'm mad Angelina didn't tell us about the Atlanta Buckhead story. I wanted to hear more about that. What, what more? You, I just told you. You did? I you thought you said Buckhead wanted already? to separate from Atlanta. Yeah. And form their own city. Oh, I didn't hear that part. You forgot about that already? I just no, said hey, that. I might have early signs. I think so. Yeah, I didn't hear that part. I heard something about crime. <laughs> all right, it's the all right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. <laughs> this is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, good morning. This is RJ from Atlanta. RJ, RJ from, Atlanta. from ATL. What's happening? What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. How you doing, man? I, I was calling to give up a little backlash to Andy because about a couple weeks ago, he was like, the Knicks going to win the next couple oh, of three. But uh, he got the nerve to talk about my predictions. Bro, you see how he just threw it on me past? like, you picked the Knicks. Like, he didn't pick them too. Bro, why are you living in the past? Nah, man, because when, when the final score came out, you didn't even want to talk about it. You got to stop doing that, man. I, I ain't going to lie. I like Trey Young. I like Trey Young a lot. I love his heart, man. He, he don't back down to nobody, man. I I, I really like Trey Young. Nice people got to stick together. What got to do with your prediction? Uh, my prediction was wrong. Okay. That's all. Y'all might want to find that fan. They better find Trey Young with that fit on his jersey. Hey, you from what, you from Buckhead? Tell me about Buckhead. Why Buckhead won't be its own city? Oh no, well, well, Buckhead is just like the, the north part of Atlanta. Um, it's just been a lot of crime going on out there, so it's basically trying to separate from the city of Atlanta. So y'all treating Buckhead like we treat Florida? Uh, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, Florida, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Florida crazy. Buckhead not quite. Cr- Buckhead not quite Florida yet, is what you nah, say. Now Buckhead not crazy. No, it's just a lot of crime there. I mean, that's what uh, you know most of the rich people say. So that's why it is a lot of crime going on out there. But people out there you know, getting them licks. Yeah, they getting them licks. People yeah. leaving their keys in their car, leaving the cars open, and, and things like that. But putting bricks under their tires. Yeah, man, I've been seeing so many people losing their tires and all types of crazy stuff. Putting bricks under the tires. What that do? Well, you take the tires, you put the bricks, you know, how you going to hold the car up. So they put the bricks on the, the rotors and stuff so they can steal the tires. Yeah, oh. And you come out and your car is just on some bricks. <laughs> All right, brother. Have a good one, man. Y'all too. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's that? What's that? It's Mr. Sanders, man. Um, peace and blessings to all the Brits Club. Yes, Peace, King. Because uh, I want to get a you today to the person that tried to do fraud. Uh-oh. Your phone, your phone yeah, broke yeah, up. Your, your phone, phone your broke up. All we heard was fraud in Florida. Go. Yeah, yeah, you hear me? I'm calling about the person that tried to do fraud on me this morning down there in Florida. Oh, man. Hey, you deserve donkey of the day, Jackass, because I had fraud alert on my account. That's right. Oh, they tried to steal your credit card, steal your numbers? What they try yeah, to buy? They try to take, they, they try to take $500 from it, man. They try to swipe me, but they can't swipe a swiper. Okay. <laughs> swiper, no swiping. Now, sir, have you heard of karma? <laughs> you better be careful. <laughs> Well, salute to the good Nigerians down in Florida who tried to get you. I can't even laugh. I can't even laugh with him. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yeah, swipe a swiper. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? Detroit. Ye, Doctor Charlotte, DJ Payne. Peace, King. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, real quick, can I shout out my son? He graduated kindergarten tomorrow, man. Hey, happy birthday okay. to him. Okay. Got a full first grader, man. Got they, his birthday, B. Congratulations, Congratulations, King. Are they doing it in person or what they doing? Uh, they doing yeah, they doing it in person. We kind of gonna be all outside. They gonna walk around. But I got a question. What? what this is my first kid. What do you get 
your son from like graduation. I mean, I know daughters you get like flowers or something. You get him some balloons. You get him some balloons. Give him some balloons. That's all. A card. Shoot, give him a hug. Tell him congratulations. Take him to get some ice cream or something. That's what I, I mean, I'm going. I just ain't know if it was like going, taking him out, hanging out afterwards. Nah, uh, yeah, you, you should balloons. take him out and hang out. Take What's his favorite cream? food? Take, I mean, there's no Toys R Us now. Take him to Target. Let little him pick out a toy or something. Little Sonic. That's all. Take him to Sonic, man. Get yeah. him a milkshake and some chicken tenders and some fries, man. He'll be happy. I got you. I got you. All right. But yeah, shout out to him. It's Marciano. Hi, Marciano. Congratulations. Trust me, kids love milkshakes in the summertime. If I, I, my, my wife took my daughters, my two youngest daughters, to Chick-fil-A yesterday just to get milkshakes. They was playing for an hour. They was just happy with their milkshakes. Hmm. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, If you've been someone who hasn't necessarily filed for taxes in the past, you may be missing out on money coming back to you in COVID times. Eric Smith of the IRS says it's important for both first-time filers and people who don't usually file because their income is fairly low. For someone in that situation who may have some income or they may have no income at all, they typically don't file a return. But if they did, they would qualify in many cases for those special payments that, that were issued last year and that are available on the 2020 return through the recovery rebate credit. Smith adds that the IRS has tried to make it pretty easy for first-time filers or those who usually don't file, even if there's only one reason to file. People can use free file uh, if they want to take advantage of that option, and even if their only reason for filing a return is to claim the recovery rebate credit. I'm Mike Bauer. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling call you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is King Gemini. What's up? DJ Loose Booty and Dr. <laughs> Lenard and Angela Yale. How y'all doing today? Hey. Dr. Lenard is fine. DJ Loose Booty yeah, is here. Yeah, yeah. Angela, yeah. How much, like that, huh? how much How much? you charge for your services, DJ Loose Booty? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me, doctor. I think 6900 is a good, is a good starting price for you. Hey, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check, hey, check me out, though. Right, my birthday is June 15th, y'all. I'm going to Mexico, and I want to wish everybody You about to get that BBL in Mexico? BBL? Yeah. BBL. Yeah. You said, did you say BPL? I said BBL. You said BLT. You want to get that BLT what? in Mexico? Congratulations, King. Mexico. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, take care. All right. Have a good one. Have a good one. Hello, who's this? Loose booty. Loose booty. Loose booty. Hello, who's this? Y'all funny. So my name is King J. The Blunt Man out of St. Augustine, Florida. I wanted to share a little bit of positivity this morning. Talk to me, Blunt Man. Uh, I definitely just wanted to say everybody give y'all family members a call and give them some motivation and inspiration this morning. And while y'all at it, check out my new song, Empower, and my Empower Clothing line at Empower with, Empower Clothing with a K, dot com. Okay. All right, King. Empower. Empower Clothing with a K. It's lit. We worldwide. We're getting celebrities on it right now. Y'all don't want to miss out. Envy, I sent you the song for your uh, IG message. I know you don't check it, but it's okay. Blunt Man, I think you need to change the papers too, man. All that tobacco going to eventually catch up to you, brother. I don't smoke. So why do they call you Blunt Man? Because he's blunt. My last name. That's my last name. Oh, your last name is Blunt. Okay. All right. Well, salute to you, King. Hello, who's this? Hello. 
Hey, what's your name, brother? Hey, yeah, yeah, bro. What's up, man? Hey, yo, hey, yo. Good morning, y'all, man. I'm good to hear from y'all. I always listen to y'all, bro. I'm from North New Jersey. Thank you, man. sir. My name is Bill. Everybody know me from Bill, but I wanted to get off my chest because I've been... I've been uh, Uh-oh. You what? So I've been, I've been, I've been drinking. I've been drinking. What'd you say, you sir? Huh? I was, I was locked up in jail and at the county correctional facility. How long? I was, uh, I was um for fifteen months and okay. I was held for a robbery I had never committed oh, due to the um uh, pandemic. When it dropped on me, I was forced to um be able to um uh, take a ground a downgraded charge for theft instead of a robbery. And I just wanted to get off my chest, man, because um the correct the correct it is. That's what they need to call it, the corruption facility, because they're not trying to correct nothing. Hey, yo, they ain't, cause they, they ain't trying to correct now, I was exposed, right? It's crazy because they, they ask for people to get help, actually, but actually they ain't doing nothing about bro. They ain't doing about nothing, man. Yeah, they should. They should. They, I, they should have trades in there for y'all to learn. So when y'all come out, y'all can have like some some cer- some certified what? training. And, 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 and on another note, it's mad drugs and like that's 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 going on around the drug system. And they and they got uh, um they got a pro uh, they got a drug program with um with people to get off addiction with um taking suboxone and all that shit. and and the people ain't really um seeking help for it. They using that. Sir, so next Reed, time you as as a, a, a community about uh, being black, <laughs> we all need to get it together and we all need to change these systems because everybody corrupts around this motherfucker. Uh, I agree with you. Bill from North, North New Jersey, man. <laughs> That's right, why Bill. I want to get off my chest, bro. Yes, okay. sir. Bill, fresh out. not safe for work. He don't know that he can't not curse on the radio. Yeah, He's been locked up he for 15 months. He just got locked months, up. He okay? pissed off. He been listening to podcasts. He been listening to all that cursing on podcasts. He don't know no better. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes. And two of R. Kelly's lead attorneys have filed paperwork to withdraw from his federal case, allegedly. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Credit Power 1051 Weather. This report is sponsored by Duncan Power 1051. See, that's part of the problem, right? What's the problem? As a DJ, and even when you listen to the radio. You a DJ? Right? So, like this song right here. I, nobody ever plays the full version of this song. They play the, you know, the part with the dancing, and, and then it goes. This song is too long. I don't know what the hell you complaining about this morning. The song is too long. Nobody plays the full so version. So you want of this a TikTok song. version? Yes, just the, 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 <laughs> the, the first yeah. verse in the hook. You want radio to do TikTok it. songs? That might, yeah. Listen, by it's the way, too that, long. that it's might too much. that might not be a bad way to program in the future. Yeah, you play Maybe. A, a verse in the hook just in and out. Po- I mean? It's possible. All right. Well. You want to mix in the morning? Yeah. I do that. I ain't doing that. Exactly. So stop complaining. Okay. Well, the way my contract is, you know. You a DJ. Done, the way my contract is, you know, we'd have to renegotiate. Oh, please. We need to do, okay. Anyway, let's get to the rumors. <laughs> let's talk showtime. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Showtime is offering pay-per-view refunds after that fight crash. Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. The live stream was crashing. So imagine you pay forty nine ninety nine to see the fight, but then 
There were several stream crashes mid-broadcast. Yeah, I, I was wondering because in a couple of my group chats, people was like, yo, my stream just went out. And I was like, not mine. I was watching on uh, Showtime pay-per-view. Yeah, I was good. I wonder if that affects the money that they get from, you know, the, because then if you have to give out refunds and Floyd's expecting to get. Oh, mm. yeah, it affects their money. Yeah, it would have to. Yeah. If they're getting a piece of the pay-per-view revenue because mm -hmm. that's revenue that's going back. Man, that sucks. How can they tell if yours crashed or not? Like, could anybody just say mine kept crashing? I have no idea. You know, back in the, well, uh -oh. nah, it doesn't matter now, but when I was a kid, <laughs> we used to do that all the time. We used to watch the wrestling thing, and then, like, it, it was expensive back then. And be like, oh, well, it crashed. I did, never got to see it. And then you always would re refund. Yeah, you know, there's no statute of limitations see, on that. And you got to be, <laughs> and you, you got to be careful with that too, because there's a lot of people who might just have been disappointed in the fight, calling to get a refund and lying about the uh, stream crashing. That is true too. Now there's all these conspiracy theories as well. Some people think that that clip that shows Floyd Mayweather holding up Logan Paul after knocking him out is part of a conspiracy oh, that there goodness. was some money that Floyd had on the fight and he wanted to influence the income, the outcome by not letting him get knocked out and Huh? So how, so how did he wake him up? He knocked him out, he held him for one second and like get up, get up, get up and he got back up. And it's like a clip that was Come circulating, on. but obviously when you don't see the full clip you can't really see everything that happened because he was uh, hanging on to him, but he was still throwing oh punches. God. He wasn't unconscious or staggering. But uh, here's what Logan Paul had to say about this conspiracy theory. Yo, I'm seeing this narrative going around that there's one part in the fight where, where Floyd punched me and I kind of like leaned on him a little bit and it, it looks like I kind of went limp. And people are trying to spin it and say that he knocked me out and caught me and kept me up to keep the fight going uh, to, the, to the eighth round. Shut the up. Like, just shut the <laughs> f up. Like, stop trying to discredit what happened last night. Floyd would have gotten paid regardless, and he probably would have gotten more if he knocked him down. I'm sure that there was bets that Floyd was going to knock him out. You know what I mean? So what, what would Floyd gain by holding him up? Absolutely. Well, in a conspiracy theory, you would tell other people what to bet on and make a whole lot of money because you told you already knew what the outcome would be. And it's going to go the distance? I ain't going to lie. In the fourth round, when I seen Floyd coming up and he was swinging like crazy when he first came out, I said, oh, Floyd's it's trying about to knock to go down. the fourth ring. Yeah, All fourth right, round. now, Robert Kraft got a surprise gift, and that gift for him turning 80 years old was a Bentley from Jay-Z, Meek Mill, and Michael Rubin. Very easy for me to hate on this. Continue. <laughs> Very easy. All right, so you get to see Michael Rubin actually uh, giving him the present. We knew you wouldn't get it yourself. You know, you went all in for this house, so we thought it was going to be tough for you. Oh, everybody. We thought we were going to get you the car that you were looking at. Are you? That's we, exactly what. Oh, man. This came from Meek and Jay and, and, and Will and Alan and Des. Oh, and Jonathan. Oh, my God. That's exactly. How the fudge did you get it? Because we, we couldn't get we it. We have resources. Come on now. You, <laughs> you should be able to get any car. Next time you have a problem getting a car, call me. But the amount of money and resources you have, I can get you any car you need. God bless Hove. God bless Michael Rubin. God bless Meek Mill for being great friends. But I wish I would buy that wealthy-ass man a Bentley, okay? <laughs> I have rules, and one of those rules is never splurge on someone who has more money than you, okay? No, you do that for your friends, your friend's birthday. Mm -mm. You're all chipping. Not you if they're richer than me. Nice. Nah, you're all chipping mm -mm. to do something nice. It doesn't mm -mm. matter how, how rich they are. Do something for Robert that will bring him joy that he can't do for himself, that okay? Bentley. He take, couldn't find no, it. Take Robert to a nice Jamaican dinner in Brooklyn. Let him see how it feels to order off a menu at a Jamaican restaurant and they don't have nothing you ask yeah, for. That's what up, life is about. Set up a massage. Yeah. 
See, you play too much. <laughs> but she's right, though, for real. Do something that he can't do. I don't think he wants any more massage. Do something that he can't do for himself. He's good on massage. All right, now, R. Kelly's <laughs> lawyers have requested to be taken off of his case ahead of his federal trial, and that's the federal sex trafficking case in Brooklyn, just two months before it's supposed to start. So the attorneys, Stephen Greenberg and Michael Leonard, have filed documents to withdraw, and they have not been approved yet. Apparently, they've been having disagreements with each other and with the other attorneys that are on the team that's uh, defending R. Kelly. And they said, we refuse to try a case with lawyers who don't have the appropriate level of experience and skill because that is not in the client's best interest. And the two attorneys said in a statement that was provided to TMZ, it's a shame that lawyers can't suppress their own egos or self-interest and do or act in the client's best interest. Sometimes people just won't listen and there is nothing you can do. Mm. This is getting a little messier. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, front page news, what are we talking about? Well, you might not have to carry your ID anymore. So let's see if you guys are with this. All right, we'll get to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <sighs> so sad. That's so sad. That I don't have no friends that would buy me a Bentley. <laughs> I wouldn't want a Bentley, though. Okay, sure. <laughs> Don't say it again. Okay. No need to remind you. Well, for all your friends that were about to chip in and buy you a Bentley, to, yeah, he I does was, not I, want it. I was just about to say, he, just get him something nice and thoughtful. <gasps> yeah. oh. yeah, maybe a T-shirt, yeah, with yeah. A, some type. Okay, of guys. Clever saying. Mar- no, <laughs> some Marvel character on it. All right. Well, let's get into front page news. <laughs> Last night, NBA, the Nets beat the Bucks 125-86. Bucks in seven. Lie. And uh, also, the Suns beat the Nuggets 122-105. Now, tonight. Suns in seven. Shut up, man. The Hawks take on the 76ers. The Clippers take on the Jazz tonight. What else we got, Yee? Well, up here at iHeart, I can never tell if there is an outage that's major or if the Wi-Fi just doesn't work. And it looks like a lot of places were just affected by uh, some major internet outages. So... I was looking at this story just now, and I had to do it from my phone because we don't have Wi-Fi up here. Mm -mm -mm. But they said the Internet is down for a bunch of different sites. Social media news sites, including CNN and the New York Times, have been hit by an outage. Let's go. Yes. Right now they're saying uh, some of the companies that have been uh, affected are Reddit, Amazon, HBO Max, Hulu, Amazon Web Services, Etsy, Twitter, Google, Target, Spotify, and others. And when they pop back up, it's going to be the extraterrestrials letting us know that they are here. Drop on the clues bombs for my alien cousin. That are on their way. I would just say, on the wheel. Just as much for cybersecurity than regular security. All right, which now. Is crazy. Apple Wallet, there's a new update that will allow iPhones to be used as digital ID at airports. I so, like that. Mm-hmm, so you can scan your driver's license or your ID. It'll be stored in your phone after an uh, encryption process. And then they're also working with TSA so iPhones can be used as ID at security checkpoints as well. We don't do that now. Well, Claire does that. If you have Claire, yeah, you, don't I got Claire. To, you don't have to have your license. The only do. problem is if you don't have your license with you, you could get randomly selected Checked, to right. show your ID. So you have to, at least it'll be on your phone. I like that idea. Because I hate, I hate carrying my wallet on my, I put everything in my, my carry-on. So. There's nothing like Claire and pre-check, by the way. Lord yeah. have mercy. Global Thank entry. God for clearing pre-check. And go, you got global entry, Sheldon? No, I got too many felons. <laughs> oh, you can't. My family it's, actually, it's it. really not easy to get global entry. It's true. Because even if you had... I know somebody who had like some type of like small ticket or something and they couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. Really? All you yeah. have to do is write... Uh, yeah. 
I got it. I just got renewed. I'm tired of you getting on this radio giving out illegal tips. Okay? I know. No, you just grab Every day it's an illegal tip. All you got to do is lie. You got to steal someone else's identity. No, you gotta, it's not illegal. You got to write a letter and say what happened during that time, what was the reason, and usually they'll let you clear. And the letter is still in there. I just had to go for another meeting. They say, oh, we still have your case from 19, whatever it was. You had to have another meeting? Yeah, every five years I gotta go for another meeting. Yeah, I just do mine online. No, just not, renew it. Not me. I gotta go. First. When you take your picture, you wear your Beijing because you're like, like you look very suspicious when you got the black let me, beard let me on. Check, let me check. But once they hear that you were stealing wrestling pay per views, they're gonna actually flag you again. That's right. No, that was that was. Old now life. Apple has also announced two new defining features for FaceTime on iOS 15. I got the automatic update this morning. I was like, when I never agreed to this, but you have the ability to send FaceTime invite links. Mm-hmm. What is that? So, you know, just like Zoom, you'll send a link, like how we send a link to Zoom. So now you can send a FaceTime invite link. And then they also have a share play feature, which will allow you to uh, screen share, watch movies, and listen to music with friends. FaceTime invite link is very important because y'all are very intrusive when y'all just randomly FaceTime people. I just told somebody that yesterday. I was like, yeah, I don't really FaceTime like that. Actually, you know what? I was interviewing Justine Sky yesterday, and we were talking about that. And she said her and her friends FaceTime all the time. I don't understand And she that. only talks on FaceTime. And, but she's only 25 years old. I think younger people tend to like use FaceTime all the time. I don't like that. Don't FaceTime me. Call me. I don't, don't want to be looking at you while I'm talking to you. You're also a conspiracy theorist, so you might feel like you know they're stealing your face suit. That's why I never used to get on Snapchat and do that. Um, what's them things called? <laughs> Forget it. Let's move on. <laughs> you know what now, Amazon founder Jeff filters. Bezos yes. has announced that he will fly into space next month. Okay. From space, it changes you. It changes your relationship with this planet, with humanity. It's one Earth. I want to go on this flight because it's a thing I've wanted to do all my life. It's an adventure. It's a big deal for me. I invited my brother to come on this first flight because we're closest friends. Now that's a gift. That's how you stunt. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jeff mm-hmm. Bezos was like, F your little petty Bentley Robert Kraft that Meek Mill and Jay-Z and Michael Rubin bought you. I'm going to space. You're a hater. Where's that bidding at already? Because I know... It was at 2.8 million yesterday. I don't know where it's at now, but it was at God, 2.8. Damn, but that... if you are trying to get this auction, it's going to end on June 12th. So for all of our listeners, if you can bid like 3 million, you can probably get it. Jeff Bezos <laughs> won, okay, as far as we know, because that's some stunting there. That little, you know, beef... They got between billionaires and trillionaires. That's it right there. Is I'm there going to space. Just made that up? I'm just making this up. Oh, okay. That's 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 it right there. And I would do that for my friends because I know one of my friends that really really wants to go to space and has been talking about this for damn near 20 years. Tell and smoke. that's Little Duval. He, he can smoke. Well, he Little smokes. Duval has he been smokes. literally talking about going to space for 20 years. That's what he wants. He just I wants would to pay take, good money for a Little Duval to go. I think space. it would be amazing. <laughs> he just wants to take a selfie in space with the Earth behind him. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you and your friends should chip in and get that for him. How much is it? <laughs> 2.8 million right now. So far. Woo. You don't like them like that? I love them, but I, I, gotta, I need at least 45 friends. <laughs> I need about 45 about friends 40, 45 with friends. at least a quarter million apiece. Maybe all his followers could chip in a dollar. Yeah, true. <laughs> Send Duval to space. His, right. his born day is next week. All right. All what, right. July Would y'all go to the space? 12th? Nope. Nope, me neither. No, nah, I got kids. I got kids. I don't know too. what's out there. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, it's already at 3.2 million. God go. damn, we need to act fast. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody set the GoFundMe up for Lil Duval. Let's send Duval. If you really know you want to win, you wait until June 12th to see where the bidding is at by then. And then you wait till the last minute. And there's mm. only one seat available. Really? And you get to be with Jeff Bezos and, and his, his brother. brother. Man, set the GoFundMe up. Set, t- Taylor, set the GoFundMe yeah. up for your Play Play boyfriend, Duval. No, and let's, um, 
Let's let's raise some money for well, Duval to go to space for his born day. His born day on the twelfth. Oh, Jeff Bezos would be so annoyed. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Duval and Jeff man. Bezos on get a spaceship. Of, get me out of here. Come on, man. All right. Well, let's <laughs> open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. If you could go to space, would you? Would you hop in there? Forget the money part. Forget, Forget the, the money, money part. part. Let's just say it was free. There's a seat available. Would you go to we space? We need to know right now. If I, I ain't going to space. Not if I was older. If I was like 80, 70 something, 80 something, yeah. If I was 99, <laughs> you would remember it. You probably have dementia. I was there. Just take the picture. Just Put me the on picture. the ground. You stupid. 800-585-1051. Would you go to space? We ain't going to have no choice in a minute because the UFO's coming. All right, the lease is up on Earth. Why would we have to go to space? Because they're gonna take us. They go, all we, of us. That's right. <laughs> we've been ruining their planet that we've been leasing. Okay. What do you do when your tenants mess up a building? A victim. All right. <laughs> you can okay. actually squat. You can be like, I've been living here already. We squatting now and don't even realize. It. All right. Well, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Would you go to space? Take the money out of it. If you get, if you got a chance to sit, sit next to uh, Jeff. Bezos what would you just say? <laughs> Would you go that to space? Too. I would. If it was safe, I would definitely go. If it was like getting on a plane to fly somewhere, I would absolutely go to space. A hundred percent. How but could you not? But it's not. It's not safe. It's like going How do you to know it's not safe? How do you know it's not safe? It doesn't sound Look safe. at you up here just messing up Jeff Bezos' plan. Uh, I ain't messing with you. Y'all don't even take the subway. Yeah, you're right. We don't even take the subway. You Now you want to go to space? <laughs> Are you comparing the subway to space? <laughs> Subway's a lot more dangerous than space. I would just throw that out there. But we'll talk about it when the we come subway. back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about going to space. Now, where did this conversation come from, Yee? Well, Jeff Bezos is going into space with his brother. And there's one seat available. It's up for auction. There are 3.2 million so far. All right, let's start a GoFundMe. We're going to get Lil Duval on that spaceship. Literally, I'm not even exaggerating. Lil Duval has been talking about wanting to go to space for the past 20 years. I'm talking about literally he's always talked about going into space, taking a selfie uh, outside of the Earth. Nah, I'll pass. Let's start the GoFundMe to get Lil Duval to go to space. That would be dope. I put a dollar on it. <laughs> Hello, who's this? We ain't. Uh, would you like we ain't answer the question ourselves? I though. said no. I ain't going to no goddamn space. No, it, let me see what if the it, risk is. If it's safe... And it's like getting on a plane and traveling somewhere. Yes, I would go to space. Bro, you won't even go on the That's New York City subway. That's a lot of ifs. First of all, the New York City subway is terrible and it's dangerous, okay? And there's nothing. <laughs> but going to space, eh? I, I take my chances in space. <laughs> <You t> <laughs> all right? I've been okay. taking the train my whole entire life. My mom works for the uh, transit authority. She takes the train to work every day. But Angelie's one of those people that don't know she's crazy. Yeah? You know what I mean? Look, listen to this. New York City crime. Four attacks within three hours, New York City subway. 60-year-old uh, man stabbed in the That's back. That's right. Uh, how many people take the train every day, Four-year-old man slashed in the face. Uh, you know how many people are listening face. right now on the Brooklyn. train? Like, no. what is he talking about? You ain't told me nothing about E.T. and Alf beating nobody <laughs> up in space. But you done told me four crimes, four attacks on the subway in New York. I'm going to space. Hello, who's this? It's Rasheed. Rasheed, man, you going to space? No, I'm not going to space. Why, why not, man? <laughs> I ain't hear nobody in the Bible go to space. How you know the Bible wasn't written in space? You got a point there. <laughs> you don't know that. They talk about the wheel. They talk about the wheel in the sky in the Bible. That wheel in the sky came from space. Man, they was all on Earth. They was Is this like the Elon Musk SpaceX project? Hey, y'all know we in space, right? 
Hello, the Earth this? is in space. We y'all do know that, right? Hey. Yeah, but I'm not leaving this Earth. I'm, I like this place. Hello, who's this? Hey, what up, baby? This is Money from Houston, Texas. What up, Money? You you going to space, bro? Hell no, black people don't go to space. We get high at home. <laughs> How do y'all know black people don't go to space? We might be from space. No, black man, you never even see black people leave the house. Man, come on, man. Money got a point, man. I really didn't leave Brooklyn until I was <laughs> <laughs> it's about a year ago. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Uh, my name is Tree from uh, Bergen County. How you doing? Good Tree, morning, guys. Tree, good morning. You going to space, bro? Yes, absolutely. I'm only 28, and I've been trying to start civilization over since 1992. <laughs> it's over for us, bro. <laughs> you might as well go to Mars, Mer uh, Mercury, Pluto. Mercury? Where's that? Mercury. Oh. Mercury, whatever the planet is. But first, <laughs> but first, I'm sending white people. I'm sending my white cousins and my white family members first to make sure they don't enslave us. Oh my gosh. How is that going to prove anything? It's not going to enslave white people. Oh my gosh. Not even in space. Man, black people supposed to be in space, man. How do you know we not the aliens? I believe that all those UFOs that they've been seeing are black people on the wheel. And Fable did not see spaceships on Bankhead for no goddamn reason. Why do you think the spaceships are on Bankhead? To pick up black people! Don't confuse me. Hello, who's this? <laughs> you in space already, bro. Yeah, he's calling us from space. I'd love to go to space, y'all. Why wouldn't you? I don't really want to right now. And they say it only takes 11 minutes to get there? That sounds really yeah. dangerous. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> super dangerous. 11 minutes to get to space? You sure? Where'd you read that? I just heard somebody in the room yeah. say it. I haven't even researched it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that true? Sound right. Is that true? No. Envy said it. I didn't say Somebody that. said it. The fight it. is going to last Eddie around 30 minutes. You want to know how long it is? How 30 minutes. Is around 30 minutes. He said I'm there. 30 minutes is still fast, though. 30 minutes is New York to D.C. That's Charlotte to Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, you mean a flight, yeah. Yes, I'm getting Wait, 30 New minutes York to space. New York to D.C. is 30 minutes? On a plane, yeah. Like 40 minutes, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm out. I ain't going. 800-585-1051. Would you go to outer space? Jeff, Be Jeff. Jeff Bezos is going to outer space. He's bringing his brother. He has one seat available. Would you take it? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know when that Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, Jeff Bezos, uh, he's going to outer space. He's bringing his brother with him, and he has one seat available. They are bidding on that seat right now. The bid's at $3.2 million, but let's take the money out of it. And he's going July 20th, so you have until then to think Man, about it. Jeff Bezos I'm, stunting I'm on these hoes. You so hear me? I can't make it. Jeff Bezos stunting on these other billionaires, okay? That is, that's a different level of stunt. What Meek Mill and Jay-Z and Michael Rubin did for Robert Kraft is cool with that Bentley. But, man, going to space? To get a selfie in space? Well, it's a different you level. out of space? All you want to do is take a selfie, huh? Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Tori. Hey, Tori, you going to outer space? Hell no, nah, I'm not going to outer space. <laughs> Thank they you. They grab me for a reason. My feet belong on the ground, okay? I'm not going either. It's crazy. All this unprotected sex y'all be having, but y'all scared to go to space. Oh, no. Nah, you, yeah, I'm married. I can have all unprotected sex. I was talking about before you was married. Oh, <laughs> 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 Hello, who's this? What's going on, man? This is Mo. Mo, what, what, you going to space, bro? 
No, absolutely not, man. You couldn't even pay me to go to space. That's a lie. I give you five million right now. You going to space? They can pay y'all to take a vaccine, but can't pay y'all to go to space. You a goddamn liar. <laughs> nah, man, I ain't lying. Honestly, man, I ain't gonna lie. I'm scared. I like good going to space and getting lost in space. Gotta be the worst way to go, man. Like that's gotta be the worst. No, way to go. it wouldn't. They'd make a movie about you in the future. You would be the who else? Who else in the hood got lost in space, bruh? With Jeff Bezos. Yo, Jeff Bezos. I wouldn't take whatever Jeff Bezos' wife got for that divorce. I wouldn't take that to go to space. Now I will say this to your point: it would be whack to go to space and get lost with Jeff Bezos because nobody's gonna remember you. It's just gonna be all about Jeff Bezos and whoever else was on the ship. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that would suck. It's an experience. I'm just, I'm just good. Can you imagine you take a selfie from space with Jeff Bezos and you don't get a lot of likes? (laughs) He's so mad. By the way, who else is on the plane? I mean, on the rocket? Jeff Bezos' brother and one other person. It only fits three. Oh, it's three people. Yeah. Oh, Jeff ain't coming back. Now, let me ask a stupid question. Is there, is there is there a pilot? Or did they just shoot a rocket ship? Yeah, I think it's like computerized. And they just... And oh, no, I ain't doing back? that. You just hop back in and it just shoot you back? You don't get out. Do you like get out? I don't think you get out. No, you got to get out for the selfie. Hey, bro, I don't know. It sounds like Jeff Bezos playing his grand finale. Like, this don't sound right. <laughs> you going... Don't go. Hello, who's this? This is Victoria. Victoria, you going to space? No. <laughs> Why not? Why y'all so scared of space? Because I feel like we don't should we shouldn't mess with another atmosphere. That's like we don't want the aliens to come down here and mess with Earth. I think that's a bad idea. They okay, now that is here. true. She has a point, right? They we don't know if yeah. they want us there. How are we going to just show yeah. up unannounced? I think that Earthlings are the most primitive beings in the whole entire solar system and all these galaxies. And I think all of these extraterrestrials have more advanced technology than us. And we're just catching up. That's why we're able to go in space now. That's what I think. Nah, I'm good on, I'm good on space Some right people now. don't even want undocumented migrants coming here. But that we're going to just show up in space? That is true. All right, we might well, be crossing so borders much. that we're not supposed to cross. That is true. What's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is all you people who be on Xanax, Perks, Crack, Heroin, y'all already beaming up somewhere, so you might as well go to space. What's the problem? I would go. You go. Well, let's start a GoFundMe. Go. I would go. If it was safe, I would go. Oh, now you, oh, <laughs> now you put it. Okay. How could you not? Space? You wouldn't want to see space? All right, and Bucks and Seven, right? We get to see what the Earth is flat? Yes, Bucks and Seven, because Kyrie <laughs> Irving believes in a flat Earth. Okay, Bucks and Seven. But wouldn't you want to see the Earth? And yeah. really be able to like I'm tell all it. these flat earthers the yeah, earth ain't not flat right now. Let me see, let, like let, let a couple more people go up there try it out first. Yeah, I don't want to be first. Oh, yeah, I don't want to be first. But I would go if it well, was. Safe. I don't think you would be first. When I'm 80, we out. <laughs> I'm going to space. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and Tory Lanez is talking about artists turning on him after what happened with Megan The Stallion. He was on the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast, so you have to hear what he had to say. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. I really want to know what scares what scares y'all so much about space. Like why the thought of space? Because of the unknown. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Most Mm. people are scared of the unknown. I'm not scared of space. I'm scared of getting to space. The rocket ships up there. But I mean, so you're okay once you get there? Yeah, I mean, it's like anything else, in my opinion. Right? How do you know space is like anything I else? I don't know, but like when you travel to all these other countries and all these other places, you don't know where you're going. You don't know what to expect. You just go and you, you try Ex- to... Exactly. But a lot of these people that we know that live there and have experienced it and traveled there and... Treat it like a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's just I a don't long know roller coaster ride. personally that's been to space that could be like, girl, it was so much fun. Let me tell you that. Where to eat. Well, Jeff Bezos about to let us know. Yeah, Either that or stuff. Jeff Bezos is uh, plotting this grand finale. Because didn't he just step down from Amazon? He did. I don't know, man. <laughs> Jeff might be. Jeff might have it all planned out. 
He got know. a whole lot of money. I don't know if it's time to go. But I don't think he would do that if he's looking to bring any random. Because it's a random that can take a the extra person, seat, right? Correct, but yeah. somebody with money, clearly. Mm. 11 minutes to get there. That's fast. That's rocket ship. I'm scared about By that. By the way, we're talking about trillionaires, right? Clearly, he, he might know something that we don't know nothing about. That is true. You know what I mean? You might get out there and it's an Applebee's. It's no Applebee's. I'm space, just saying, bro. you don't know. You might get to space and there might be a whole setup. Maybe and you'll be like, oh, shoot. Maybe. Chick-fil-A? Maybe. Chick-fil-A? Maybe. Well, Maybe you only have Sunday? about three minutes to walk around. So wait, 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 once wait. you get there. So you get to get out? Yeah. You get, get out? For three minutes. And then, oh. you, and then you got to get back and come right back? Yeah. Wearing what? <laughs> I guess a spacesuit, I would assume. What if you got to pay extra for the spacesuit? No, I'm sorry. I'm sure it's included in yeah, the I'm price. Sure it's included. But see, that's another thing. Like what? Like what gear? You get to unbuckle. What you gear get to... do you wear when you're up there? Like, cause you gotta have. Oh, like, you know fit. what? Actually, maybe you don't get out. You just get to unbuckle yourself and float for three minutes. Oh, I, that's hard. I would assume you float in the capsule. I'm sure you don't that's get out. That's hard. Yeah, I'm saying, how could you get out in space? And then it's actually too <laughs> many moves. You, you say get movies. out and walk around for three minutes. <laughs> where would you walk around? <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, that's right. But where the hell would you walk around in space? I see too many movies with the cord snaps. And then the person floats off. And hey, man. <laughs> you out here. Then Captain Marvel will come save you. You know what I'm saying? Bring you back to Earth. Oh, it lands. And then now you can't get back. I wonder what aliens look like. Do they look like Alf? You look. You are an alien. You are an alien. What was that movie where they were like in, stuck in space for all that time? Y'all so arrogant. You know what movie I'm talking about? Which one? You sound so stupid. No, but I'm saying, y'all, it's arrogant. I think it won an Oscar. You say, I wonder what aliens look like. We are aliens to somebody. The people on other planets, they we're aliens. Right, so what do you call them? What do you mean? If they, I know what we call them, but that don't mean that they call themselves that. Yeah, what if that's offensive to them? That's exactly. That's what, uh, we now, call them aliens. We call them extraterrestrials. Offensive. Now I'm canceled. We I call, call them alien alien. We don't know what they call themselves, but they're going to let us find out soon enough. The wheel is coming, baby. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Uh, yes, and let's talk about a new job for Snoop Dogg. All right. We'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Tiana Taylor is the sexiest woman alive, according to Maxim, on their annual Hot 100 list. She posted, somebody pinch me. Wow, stepping back in front of the lens has been a journey of self-reflection and self-confidence living up to name and title of this shoot wholeheartedly made me nervous as an entrepreneur, wife, a busy mother of two, and working behind the lens in my director bag. I tend to hide behind my sweats and vintage tees, my spiked tea glasses, and whatever hairstyle I've mustered it up that day. So I, as you can see, I don't have much time to be and feel sexy. I'm dropping the clues bonds for Tiana Taylor. That's why I be telling Tiana don't even trip off the music, because she's a superstar. You know what I mean? You can't teach what Tiana Taylor has. That is true. You know what I mean? She's a superstar just by, but just by being her. Is she the first black woman to get this? I read that yesterday. Title? Yeah, I saw that somewhere mm-hmm. too. That she's the first black woman. She, listen, Tiana Taylor be killing it, she's no matter what, all the time. So, yep. mm-hmm. and she just be looking amazing. All right, Mariah Carey is responding to reports about that fight that she allegedly got into with Jay Z that led to her leaving leaving Rock Nation. Now, an unnamed source had told the British tabloid The Sun last week that she had sensationally quit the label. Uh, management company, which she signed with back in 2017 over a, quote, blazing row. That's how you know it's the British tabloid with Jay-Z. They clashed over the direction of her career. But on Monday, Mariah Carey brushed this all off and said, you know, she had to uh, shake it off. She said, the only explosive situation I'd ever get into with Hove is a creative tangent, such as our number one song, Heartbreaker. To the people who make up these lies, I say, poof, 
Vamoose, son of a bitch. Where did they, where did that even come from? Yeah, where did the story come from then? I'm, I'm the sure son. Was, I'm sure it was only a bunch of people in the room. Jay Z wouldn't put that he got into a riff with Mariah and she left upset. So who put the story? An yeah, source. When I heard it, I was like, okay, that must have been Mariah's team that leaked it. But if Mariah's saying that no, it wasn't her. So where did it come from? You know, but she did reportedly leave Rock Nation and she left with her Rock Nation manager, her former Rock Nation manager, Melissa Ruderman, to Range mm. Media Partners. And that's who currently manages her. So maybe it was. The person that, you know, was representing her left, so she left too. They asked Jay for a comment, and he just replied, me and Mariah go back like babies and pacifiers, and he kept it moving. Hmm. All right, now, Tory Lanez was on Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast, and he was having a conversation about people kind of turning their back on him following the situation with Megan Thee Stallion and other artists, and here's what he had to say about what people were concerned about. I don't understand. People have brands, and before I look at Tory Lanez, like it's me, Tory Lanez is a brand. Whatever artist is their brand at the moment, it wasn't the look for them to put their brand on it unless you were somebody that stood so far into your brand that your brand was just so you that on your personal life still reflected on your brand. When it started, there was very few people that were like that on the outside, but on the inside, it was love. That was you know, the weird thing about it for me. Yeah, he said people were supporting him privately. The people who came out and said anything about me, a lot of them after the fact or after the music came out or whatever still called me, still hit me like, yo, you know, I still f with you or just at the time, X, Y, Z. But there's nothing wrong with that. It there is something saying, wrong with the that. Thing, because wrong you with can't that jump in, to a conclusion. There's something wrong with that in our world. And sometimes people have a, a wrong idea of how that's separated. But I understand that those worlds are separated. Not everybody was raised like me. I'm gonna call you on the phone and say, what happened? However, I got to move how I got to move, and you got to move how you got to move. Mm. I mean, it's understandable, right? Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. think that he shot Megan Thee Stallion, of course you're going to turn your back on him. Because that would be... But we don't know what happened. Nobody was yeah. there with them. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't agree we with it. We still don't know what happened. But it's like it's like when you got you know friends in, in, in the hood, that's your friends, you know what I mean? They might do something. These are industry but, friends, though. I mean, I'm just saying in general, but they, you, you, they're still your friend. Like, you don't stop not being their friend like you may not agree with what they did but it's just like it's a very complicated situation when you're actually somebody's friend it yeah, depends I, on who it is a lot if of people didn't want to stand next to him because of the situation but he wasn't found guilty we don't know what happened and you can't make a judgment based on the media well they haven't done have they done the trial yet or nope, anything not at all. yeah so we don't mm -hmm. know yet nope not at all i'm just speaking i'm speaking from the perspective of like you know we, we've all had people in the hood who've done things and you're like damn that was messed up but that's still your guy you know what i mean they might even be in prison Depends what I think it did. depends on depends what, it what is. they did. It depends, depends what they did. on what it is for sure, and it depends on how they handle the situation after. That is very true. All right, now Owen Wilson is saying the Wedding Crashers sequel could happen. I do love that movie, Wedding Crashers. That movie came back in two thousand five, and there were some reports that they're all on board to make a sequel, and it's going to be for HBO Max. They're going to start production this summer, but Owen Wilson is saying that progress on a, a sequel is still very much in the early planning stages. He said some people are saying. You know, it's something that they've been working on, and he's been talking with Vince Vaughn about it, but that's as far as it's gone. So if you're a big fan of that movie, we don't know if it's really going to happen. Could be cute, though. That was an enjoyable movie. Wait, have you ever crashed a wedding? Crashed a wedding? Yeah. No. I did one time. Yeah. No. 
<laughs> Why would I crash somebody's wedding? Somebody was getting married in the hotel I was in. We just walked in. That's just disrespectful. They yeah, invited foul. us in. That's well, just disrespectful. We walked in first, and then they were like, yeah, come on, stay. That's just So you had on jeans, and everybody was dressed in tuxedos no, I look cute. I had a little summer dress. They asked you to stay? Once I was inside, they were fine with it. They knew who you were? Or did you, they no, just... this is way earlier on. They oh, you look like... hungry. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> come eat, come eat. Come come eat, come eat. That movie was. did make me feel like I want to crash a wedding. Why? I don't know. It just Why would like you want to do that? <laughs> Plates are expensive. I would have definitely kicked your ass out. I mean, by that time, stuff is already accounted for. Crashing a wedding is OD disrespectful, though, because that's such an intimate experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you even got a head count of people that are supposed to be it's gotta there. It's got to be a big wedding. Unless. You can't just slide into it. Unless, like, I know Kendrick Lamar. Remember, he crashed a wedding and he performed. That's dope. If you're going to perform, you're going to do something, then that's, yeah, that's cool. But if you I just don't go, remember him doing that. He yeah. did that? Yeah, Kendrick Lamar. He was in a hotel and he crashed a wedding one time. Okay. Mm-hmm. He performed? Yeah, I think he performed. I think he did a song. Oh, that's different. Google right? it. That's Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, All right, now Snoop Dogg. Kicking her out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if ever try to DJ, I'm kicking him out. I don't blame you either. <laughs> you. I think both of y'all make valid points. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> All right, Snoop Dogg is a Def Jam executive, so congratulations to him. What's that's, the title? That's pretty amazing. Um, so um, here's what he had to say. This is what he posted. As a kid, as a young rapper... Def Jam Records was the holy grail of hip-hop. They did all types of that I wanted to be a part of. And then Death Row Records happened. So, I didn't get a chance to be on Def Jam. But I always had a dream to be on Def Jam. So when I got the opportunity, my main focus on Def Jam Records was to go and to help the artists and give them love and give them wisdom, guidance and understanding and teach them some tricks that I learned in the game. So not just be rappers and not just be artists, but to be superstars. So he is uh, focusing on A&R and creative development. His official title is he is the new executive creative and strategic consultant. So he'll be working strategically across the label's executive team and artist roster. I mean, that makes sense to me. Snoop has been around a long time. He's a superstar. The only thing I would say is that, once again, you can't teach what Snoop Dogg has. You know what I mean? So Snoop... He could be a good mentor to a lot of those You could definitely be a great mentor, but you just can't teach what he has. Some people are just natural superstars. Snoop is one of them. And I know he'll cook for you, too, as we learn. Yeah, Def Jam just needs some artists now. (laughs) Who's he going to A&R? All right, well, that is... That's what he's there for. Your rumor report. Mm. All right. I'm sure he's there to bring in new talent. Yeah. I'm going to attract some talent, too. So. All right. Charlamagne, who are you giving that down to? <sighs> you know, Florida, I be I really don't wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I got to give Donkey today to somebody from Florida. But there's always a Florida story that makes me say, what to Florida? Let me, this let me, one is different. Let me ask you a question. No. They just created I said a no. GoFundMe go Respect my boundaries. Little Duval, right? And they put the cap at 50000 That makes no sense. That makes no sense. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. But that doesn't make <laughs> Now, you know sense. the bid is at 2.8. It's at 3.2. We've, we've had our own resident alien working here at the Breakfast Club for a long time. Her name I is Taylor I think we got to make it $4 million. Yeah, you got to okay. make sure he wins the bid. 50000 Taylor. Come on. It costs three point two so to now, send somebody. Basically, to space. he's just going to keep $50,000 dollars $50, Taylor. No, we got to do $4 million, Taylor. Taylor. Fifty thousand. All right. All right. Taylor, to go to space. Donkey of the days up next. <laughs> it's How the convenient. Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
Angela here, and sometimes we all need a little break. The General Insurance understands that. That's why they go the extra mile to help keep you covered or reinstate you after a lapse. Get your hassle-free quote today. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day. Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Yeah, donkey of the day for Tuesday, June 8th goes to a Florida man named John Henry James III. What does your Uncle Charla always tell you about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I heard about what's happening with Buckhead in Atlanta this morning. You know, the whole Buckhead wants to break away from Atlanta thing and be an independent city because of a COVID crime wave. And I said to myself, that sounds very Florida. And I want to apologize to Buckhead this morning for disrespecting y'all in that way. And I want to apologize to Florida for ever thinking anyone could come close to y'all crazy crown. There's just simply nothing like Florida. How can a place so beautiful be filled with so many consciously crazy people? I say consciously crazy because folks in Florida know what they're doing. See, when you live in a place like Florida, okay, you know, when you, when you live there in the midst of all that crazy, it looks normal to you. So for the bar for crazy in Florida is high. They just don't know it's a bar. So they are just consciously doing what comes, you know, natural to Floridians, which is be crazy. And John Henry James III is no exception. <sighs> We've all been in fights before, altercations, and, you know, we all know people. Uh, we all know people, you might even be one of them, that are willing to use anything as a weapon. Okay, I mean, let's be real. Most black adults from a certain era are like that. If you're 40-plus like me, then the village that raised you definitely had an assortment of weapons they used to whip your ass. Okay, for me, it was extension cords and switches that I had to pick myself and the wooden spoon and fork decorations on the kitchen wall, house shoes, whatever was in arm's reach, when it was time for that beating, you was getting it. R.I.P. to Black Rob. Drop on the clues bombs for Black Rob. He spit one of the hardest bars, okay, I've ever heard when he said it's all about the Benjamins. True, that beat a model, ran out of ammo and started throwing bottles. That's a resourceful human right there. That's a man just trying to survive. And if I don't have any more bullets, I'm going to start throwing bottles. Well, John Henry James III was just trying to survive. And he was thought he was being resourceful. He thought he was defending himself. But the people he was defending himself against were the police. Not really defending himself, though. He was running high-speed chase for about 40 minutes. Thank God he didn't have ammo. But when you hear what his weapon of choice was against the police, you might kind of wish he was at least throwing bottles. Let's go to WFOR CBS 4 Miami for the report, please. A despicable act this is. Video from the Indian River Sheriff's Office up in Central Florida on the East Coast shows a man on the run from police, but this is no ordinary chase here. Deputies say they tried to pull the man over for a traffic stop and he took off. After a 40-minute chase, he pulled into the parking lot of an apartment complex. It turned out he had a two-month-old baby in that car. The suspect got out of the car and then threw the baby at the deputy. Mm. Amazingly, the deputy caught that baby. Deputies tackle the suspect and say he violently resisted. He's now facing several charges, including two for child abuse. Ran out of ammo and started throwing toddlers. Mm -mm -mm. John Henry James III is the first man to throw the baby out with no bathwater. Do you know there's a term called pitch the baby? It is English slang uh, in card playing to encourage a bluffer 
by placing worthless bets or pitching the baby card. That has nothing to do with anything I'm discussing right now. I just felt like it was a snap effect I should share. I got so many questions. Uh, number one, why did he have the baby to begin with? This baby was two months old. Whoever procreated with this man should have known he's not the one to leave with a two-month-old baby. Not only did he go on a wild-speed chase with the baby, which shows he doesn't really care about this child's well-being, he proved he didn't care about this child's well-being when he decided to do a play-action pop pass with his own seed? Did you even check to see if the cop was an eligible receiver? See, either this brother snapped or he has a history of some type of behavior that led to this, okay? Throwing a baby as a weapon is very intentional. There is a lot of things to consider before you weaponize an infant. Okay, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, has he watched Incredibles one too many times? Did he expect his baby to burst into flames when the cop caught him like Jack-Jack? Why am I trying to make sense of any of this? Okay, it's Florida. We don't know why things happen the way they do in Florida. They just do because it's Florida. Please give John Henry James III the biggest hee-haw. Matter of fact, let Remy Ma give him the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother are you dumb. Just when I think Florida can't make me think they're any crazy. Nope, don't want to play a game today. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't want to play. Nope, me neither. Me neither. I'm embarrassed for whatever race he is. <laughs> whatever race he is, I'm just embarrassed. This is all, I'm embarrassed for the whole human race when it comes to Florida. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back, let's open up the phone lines, 800-585-1051. Now, we were talking about Tory Lanez in his interview with Nori, right? Can we play? No, that wasn't Nori. That's a million dollars worth of game. Oh, a million dollars worth of game. Gillian Wallow. Gillian Wallow. Yeah, let's play a clip of it. I understand people have brands. And before I look at Tory Lanez, like it's me, Tory Lanez is a brand. Whatever artist is their brand, at the moment, it wasn't the look for them to put their brand on it, unless you were somebody that stood so far into your brand that your brand was just so you that on your personal life still reflected on your brand. When it started, there was very few people that were like that on the outside, but on the inside, it was love. That was, you know, the weird thing about it for me. All right, so let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Do you stand next to your friends no matter what? Right? Mm. Well, Tori is clearly talking <laughs> about industry friends. They're not standing next to nothing. That's that's radioactive. Like, well, right? even with, with Tori, a lot of people um, stopped playing his music. A lot of radio stations pulled his music. So are we talking about industry or real life here? Real life. Okay. Real, real life. life. All right. Real life. Do you stand next to your friends no matter what? Let's have the conversation. Good conversation. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. We'll talk about it more when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about uh, Tory Lanez. He did an interview with Gillian Wallow, and this is what he said. Even the people who came out and said anything about me, a lot of them after the fact or after the music came out or whatever still called me, still hit me like, yo, you know, I still f with you or just at the time, X, Y, Z. But there's nothing wrong with that. It there is something saying? wrong with the that. Thing, it's something because wrong you can't jump to a conclusion. There's something wrong with that in our world. And sometimes people have a, a wrong idea of how that's separated. But I understand that those worlds are separated. Not everybody was raised like me. 
I'm gonna call you on the phone and say, what happened? However, I gotta move how I gotta move and you gotta move how you gotta move. So we're asking 800-585-1051, do you stand by your friends uh, regardless of anything? That is the question. I don't know about regardless of anything, because mm -hmm. if I have a friend who, uh, you know, domestic violence, rape, any of those things, that's not my friend anymore. Because now I'm going to look at you like you're not the person who I thought you were. Mm. I mean, interesting conversation, because when you grow up in a certain environment, you have some friends who have done some nut ass stuff. You know, I have friends and family in jail for violent crimes, shootings, murders, robberies. Some of them maintain their innocence. You know, some accept what they did wrong and are doing their time, but that doesn't stop them from being my family or my friend. You know, if you have an emotional connection with a person, you just do. So you may not agree with them, may hate what they did, but doesn't mean you hate them. And I also think when you get in a situation like that, you realize in life there are no villains, there are no heroes. People are just human beings. Like, think of all the parents in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Who have kids who have committed, yeah. you know, these heinous crimes. Like, those kids don't stop being their kids. It, it so I don't know. It's, just, it's it's a complicated situation. I mean, you can't choose who your kids are, but you can choose who your friends are. Yeah, it depends. I'm not holier than thou, but there's certain there's certain things I ain't effing with, like um, pedophile. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not I don't care. Pedophile. I don't care if you. We're not I, friends. I, I, I agree. Hundred percent. I mean, even family member. If if I got a family member that's a pedophile, I ain't effing with you. But I, I think I think you you wouldn't eff with that person, but you would still feel a different way. You'd be like, damn. Him? Her? Nah, I still wouldn't. I, I wouldn't mess with a, a a rapist. I wouldn't mess with a pedophile. I wouldn't like. I don't care if you're a family member. I, I'm not effing with you. You can't come out my house. I don't even want to speak to you on the phone. Man, if and, you broke in somebody's house and executed them, yeah, and certain certain and tied murders, them, I would yeah, be like, no, nope, not messing with them. If you if you ran up in somebody's crib and killed somebody, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't mess with you either. I, I just I wouldn't. You don't have no friends from the hood that have. Yeah, Ran up in somebody's house and killed somebody. It's it's a beef. It, they going back and forth with somebody. But I'm just talking. That about don't make it right. And I, I it think don't it make also... it right. But it, it, if if y'all going back and forth and y'all have a beef and y'all in a gang and I understand that's your street business. But if you just run up in a random person's house, what's the difference though? And difference. if you have a serial pattern of doing something, I, I think agree. that's different than this... if there's a one time situation that you're saying, well, it didn't happen like that, and you really feel like you know this person. But if this person has a pattern of behavior and you're like, damn, I really didn't know this. You know. But the reason I say this is complicated because all of us are from a certain environment. Yes, the cases that we're talking about, pedophilia, rape, all that stuff, I agree. But, yo, we're not going to sit here and act like we don't know shooters. And by the way, when we, we, grew, we, grew up, we grew up at a certain age where you was happy to have some of those shooters around you. And they had a serial pattern of doing it. And you partied with them. Sometimes I got to calm them down. But that's because of there's certain situations. Like, if you try to hurt me and inflict harm on me, they're going to ride on, on you. There's certain, there's certain instances where, yes... But if you're just a regular person and you're knocking people over their head and robbing them and shooting them and killing them, I can't. We, I can't, we, I can't yo, listen, that. yo, growing up, we all knew people like that, and yo, we knew that we knew people like that in hip hop. Like you knew rappers who had certain crews, and you knew how that crew got down. You knew that crew was yeah, robbing but that people. That was beef, and that was dead. No, it war. wasn't. That wasn't. That was that people. was regular industry stuff. I'm taking this dude chain because I, I, I can. No, I don't know no no, and I know a lot of criminals. Stop. I don't know no criminals that's gonna run up in a random person's house and kill him. And I. But they might run up on a random person in the street at, a, at an award show and take their chain. But kill them? What's the difference? Uh, it's the difference with somebody dying. Man, I listen. think it's a case-by-case -case situation. Word I agree. And this, where, 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 sure. where, where the culture that definitely salutes the shooter. Remember, remember, uh, we, we definitely you know respect the shooter in our culture. Correct. So it's like, it's a little hypocrite. I think, I think you don't really know the situation until you're in it. But it's not as cut and dry as, you know, people making it out to be. Hello, who's this? My bad, I was in yeah, Key. Okay. Hey, Key. 
Hey, all right. So for that situation, I'll say in public, I'll have my friend back no matter what. Private, if he's wrong, I'm going to let him know you're wrong. Mm. In public, but in private, yeah. are you going to check? So you're saying in private? No, he said in, in private, he'll let him know he's wrong. In public, you have his back, like, he said. Right, like I've been in several situations where my friend was clearly in the wrong and I had his back. As soon as behind closed door, I had to say, yo, mother effer, you, you know you're the wrong for that, right? It depends what it is, though. I, I agree. I, it depends what it is, but thank you. Mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Mitra. How y'all doing? Good morning, Mama. We're talking about do you stand by your friends no matter what? Absolutely not. I have been disappointed so many times by friends. So I have to see the whole situation and what what has gone on. I think that's the key, Mitra. Like you, you, you know, you don't have to have an opinion until you get all the facts of the situation. Correct. And and that's the truth. Too. And I think that's the pro- that's the problem with our society. Like we just all rush to pick a side, and we don't even know the whole facts of a situation. Right, and and that's the same thing with Tory. You know, what I mean, everybody picked a side, and we don't know the facts. We weren't in that car. We weren't in that vehicle. We don't know what happened. He wasn't found guilty, and a lot of people banned his record, pulled his records from. Our radio, stop booking them, stop. And we don't know what happened. You know what I mean? I can't pick a side because I don't know. I wasn't there. 800-585-1051. Do you stand by your friend regardless of what happened? Regardless of what he or she did? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. I like it. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about standing by your friend regardless. All right? Now, this comes from Tory Lane. He was doing an interview with Gilly and Wallow. Let's listen. Even the people who came out and said anything about me, a lot of them after the fact or after the music came out or whatever still called me, still hit me like, yo, you know, I still f- with you or just at the time, X, Y, Z. But there's nothing wrong with that. It there's is something wrong with the that. Thing, something because wrong you can't jump to a conclusion. There's something wrong with that in our world. And sometimes people have a, a wrong idea of how that's separated. But I understand that those worlds are separated. Not everybody was raised like me. I'm going to call you on the phone and say, what happened? However, I got to move how I got to move. And you got to move how you got to move. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Do you stand by your friend regardless? Now, you didn't answer, Charlamagne, do you? What you mean? I did answer. I'm the uh, only person here who did answer. I did answer. You know, I said, I said. I said no, I don't. Not regardless. I said. I, I said. I think it's complicated because when you grow up in a certain environment, like you have some friends who've done some nut ass stuff. You know, like I, we all got friends and family. You know, who've done violent crimes, shootings, murders, robberies. Some of them are in prison. Some of them still in the street. Some of them maintain their innocence when they're in jail. Some accept what they did wrong and they doing their time. But that don't stop them from being, you know, your family or your friend. Just, so I definitely doesn't. have stopped talking to people because of things that they've done I've that also, I was friends with. Listen, I've also seen people in this industry be kicking it with folks and be saying, yo, you know, that, that dude, they're crazy. He'll he'll beat you up or he robs such and such. Or, you know, he, he'll shoot you, yada, yada, yada. But that's so it's different just, than being friends with and like publicly saying this is who I ride for and people you go on vacation. But We're I've seen about you do real that, friends. Though. I mean, I've seen people do that. You can casually say hi to somebody if you see them out. That's I've seen more than, than casual. That's your friend. In, in, in our culture of hip hop, I've seen way more than casual. I've and seen... I think it depends on what it is. Like I have, I had two friends that dated each other, and the guy beat her ass. I'm not friends with him no more. I understand that, but I think a lot of times the thing that we've normalized the most is the fact that we do have people around us who 
have committed violent crimes. And there was a time in our culture we actually saluted that. You was happy to have a bunch of shooters around. Well, not only that, because a lot of times you needed it. You know what I mean? Think about it. I mean. So it was all good when that shooter is shooting for you. Mm-hmm. But then when they go do something, how can, how can you say they went too far? When that's what when you, a shooter shoots, that's what they do. Right, but they a shooter usually shoots at ops, oppositions. No, that's enemies, your ops. The threats. But that 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 op might not be. That but op I, only, might, I only have an op if they're threatening me. That's you. I, that's don't, have, I don't have these problems, so. <laughs> I just think that when you get in situations like this, you realize there's no villains and there's no heroes. People are just human beings. And no, that, there, there is, and, but there's certain and it's people complicated. I'm just not standing next to. That's just that's just me, and and, that, and maybe that's the reason why I don't have that many friends, and I'm cool with it. I think we I think we all got shaky morals sometimes. That's why I can't stand on no more high ground when it comes to any of this. I just can't. Oh, I can. There's certain people I'm just not standing next to. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? It's G. G, what's up, brother? I'm good. Shout out to the Breakfast Club. Hey. What's up, shout out to man. Peace, King. How are you? Now what's we t- up, Yee? What up? We're talking about standing next to people regardless. What, what, what's your thoughts, bro? Well, you know, it depends how long we know each other and uh, what's the energy like. Because if I know you're a troublemaker, I'm not in the spot with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, And sometimes relationships change. There's people that you used to kick it with and then you're like, you know what? I can't do that no yeah, more. Yeah, you grow up. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, it just depends. If we if we go back like full flat, then I got you. You know what I'm saying? But if I know you to be a troublemaker, I might not just be in the spot with you. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm with that. I'm not trying to be part of your beef. I, they go out and start fights all the time, and now you in the middle of it because we together. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Six. Hey, what's up, bro? We're talking about standing next to people, your friends and stuff. What, what are your thoughts? I mean, honestly, I mean, it all depends on the situation and how long you've known the person in reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you can know somebody for a long time, and, you know, they can do something that you want their back so much, but if they don't show that loyalty in the beginning, it's no, it, makes, it makes no sense to do all that. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, my, my whole thought is, though, I mean... There's certain there's certain crimes I just don't respect. Certain things I, I just can't you shouldn't respect, respect any understand. of them. Shoot, shootings aren't cool. Murders aren't cool. It, it, shoot, it Robberies depends. aren't cool. I, it depends, man. I didn't see people. <laughs> it ain't shoot. No defense. It does. Because if it was you, you wouldn't want to get robbed. You wouldn't want to get shot. You wouldn't want to get murdered. So you shouldn't co-sign no crime that you wouldn't want to happen to you no, or your family. But I, for instance, if, if you try to rob me and I'm with somebody, I want them to shoot you. Deadline. If you try to rob me at gunpoint, I want whoever I'm with to shoot you. If I'm not gonna shoot you with my licensed gun, that's, I agree with that. Right. So that that's a different thing. That I can stand on that, but I can't stand some of the certain crimes. I just can't stand. I can't. But that's stand not necessarily a crime if it's self defense. That's well, self defense. All I'm legal. simply saying is, in our community, we know damn well we've embraced the shooter. And we've 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 bragged about having the shooters with us. I've heard it. I've heard it out of everybody's mouth. Whether it was the guy who's hood or the, the person who's a square in our culture, so we got to stop acting like we standing on some type of moral high ground. No, here. I'm not standing on no moral high ground, but there's certain crimes. No matter what they do, I'm just not standing next to, and I, I just, I just can't I think, do. And it's, uh, I if think you, it's, if you're it's, a, if you're a pedophile, if you my dad and you're a pedophile, I, ain't I agree you. with that. A hundred percent. My nephew, my brother, my, my it don't matter. I'm not messing with you. If you're a rapist, I don't care what you do when you did it. I'm just I, not doing I it. I agree with that. A hundred percent. I agree with that 100. percent You know, but I do think that when it comes to other things, it's complicated. I agree. All right. Well, we. Got That's to... all I'm saying. If we can agree on that. That we can. That mm-hmm. on, on certain crimes, it's complicated. And it's certain is just you know, flat out. Like if you jaywalking, I'm not messing with you. Yeah, you you still you still don't, you still barely leave the stoop. Lee, you, what are you talking about? You. 
Listen, sorry, I'm just not really hanging out with shooters like you. <laughs> You're <laughs> a liar. <laughs> Angelie's a liar. Oh, you, Who you is my really close friend that's a <laughs> But I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to mind my business. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> what do you know that I don't know? All right. Well, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about Quavo, who says that he has trash-ass bars. Oh, boy. All right, we'll get to that next at The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, a couple of days ago, Kendrick Perkins was sharing some criticism about Quavo. And he posted, I see Quavo, and he added Quavo, still dropping them trash-ass bars. Carry <laughs> on. Kendrick Perkins, former... NBA player. NBA player, right, for people that don't know. Now analyst. Now great, analyst. Great, great analyst, too, mm-hmm. by the way. Hilarious. Hilarious, smart. I like watching Kendrick Perkins. He is. Now, one of the Twitter uh, followers uh, said, you still mad because he dissed you on his solo album two years ago, Get No Playing Time, Kendrick Perkins, and that was from the song F12. Every time your bitch phone ring, she working. Get No Playing Time, Kendrick Perkins. This is why context matters, though, because if you didn't know the backstory, you thought Kendrick Perkins was just dry hating. But there's a legit backstory and reason why Kendrick tweeted that. Right. So Quavo hasn't said anything, but Jose Guapo did come to his defense and he said, hey, we respect you for who you are as a man, Mr. Kendrick Perkins. But that's speaking on my brother Quavo, whether he like it or not. I don't. So out of respect, don't tweet nothing with his Twitter name on it. Kendrick Perkins responded with all due respect, homeboy. You can miss me with all that. That man mentioned my name first in one of his songs. So as a man, I have the right to say something back. Real talk. Jose Guapo then said, as a man, you do what's that that's why you do that's why i told you it's respect first but he ain't mentioned you we respect what you're doing for the culture we can get more money together than against each other but i don't like your outfit and your profile big person (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, they both i mean they both right though like neither one of them are wrong kendrick does have a right to respond because quavo said something about him and and uh guapo you know, it's, it's right too when he said everybody should be getting money together and yada, yada, yada. But I mean, all it does is bring more attention to the song. I'm so more people went to go scream the song to hear what Quavo yeah. said <laughs> after Kendrick replied. And Kendrick's like, yeah, we can do this together, but first I'm going to get these balls back at you. I'm going to go right back at you. I first. like both of them. I enjoy Quavo's uh, bars and mm-hmm. I enjoy Kendrick uh, Perkins as a pundit. All right, now get ready to see Taraji starring in Annie Live. The NBC holiday production of Annie uh, Annie Live has cast Taraji to play Miss Hannigan. So they have yet uh, they have not yet discovered who is going to be playing the young star Annie, but the live production will be on Thursday, December second on NBC. Remind me who Miss Hannigan is again. That's not the foster mom, is it? Cara Burnett, yeah. That was the foster mom. We love you, Miss Hannigan. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that's the mean foster mom. Yes. Yes. Okay, gotcha. All right, Jennifer Lopez, in the meantime, has inked a first-look multi-year Netflix deal. So as part of the deal, she'll produce both scripted and unscripted movie and TV content for Netflix. All right, I'm sure y'all heard this. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sure y'all heard this. Polo G, we're getting ready for his Hall of Fame album, which is going to be coming out on Friday. Mm -hmm. And he stopped by the L.A. Leakers show, and here he is freestyling. 
One of the newer reasons they gon' speak on pain when they spit for like a therapist. I taught these litigants how to vent and get nominated for this shit like I don't spies on their verse. Real soldier trying to let the world know that I was first. They call me Cap a lot cause I'm a bug. I'm known to go berserk. A lot of anger in me. It's hard to control it when you hurt. Seven, six, twos out the chopper. Fold them like a shirt. They ain't trying to hit the crib. Them demons on that when they lurk. Nikes baby so I come from older rollers in them church. See my uncle Mike serving Coca-Cola whipping work. Man, I'm P. Derb. I know he'll want me on this beat. Get what I deserve. Lately, I've been going on the street. Mm, mm, mm. All right, that's a good uh, preview. I like Polo G. Salute to Polo G. Polo G's dope. All right, and Nene Leak, she was on Hollywood Unlocked, and she talked about some of that Real Housewives of Atlanta drama and why she left and going to the executives and whether or not the other women had her back. Here's what she said. I did reach out to them about certain issues. I did not reach out to them about pay, but I did certainly reach out to them about all standing together asking the network and the production company to do certain things and let's do it all together. But that failed because we had one cast member to go around us and go to the network without us all going together. And when they did that, that weakened us. Was that candy? Yes. All right, right to the point, Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. And listen, I want to say uh, happy born day to my partner, uh, my leader, my friend, Queen Tamika Mallory. Dropping the clues bombs with Tamika Mallory. Oh, happy birthday, Tamika. That's right. Send her positive energy, love, and light today on her born day. And if you want to do something for her on her B day, go buy her best selling book, State of Emergency. That's right. How to Win in the Country We Built. And Available you everywhere you buy books now. Donate to Until Freedom. I'm That's sure right. she would appreciate that as a mm-hmm. gift, even Absolutely. if it's five dollars, whatever you could do. Well, too bad she doesn't have a record. But and it's... happy born day to my homegirl uh, Ashley too, man. Holiday, AJ, what's happening out there? And, mm-hmm. and my cousin uh, Andre in Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Happy born day to him All as right. well. Envy, did you watch the Bachelorette uh, premiere? No, I didn't see it. Well, we'll talk about it later. Are you going to? I'm gonna watch it today. Okay. All right, let's get to the mix. Today is Kanye's birthday as well. Today, Kanye born day too. Let's do it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. By using brands like Dove and Hellman's, you're supporting Unilever and the everyday good they do. Like donating more than $25 million worth of everyday products and services to groups like Feeding America this year. Visit UnileverDoesGood.com to support communities impacted by the pandemic. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line this morning. We have Jennifer Carol Foy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? And, I, and I'm asking that sincerely. How how are you? I'm doing well. I feel good. I've been working hard, fighting for 15 months, and you know we're just less than you know a couple hours away from our election. Running for governor of Virginia. Gubernational, right? What, what does that mean? Yeah, that means I'll lead this commonwealth uh, in the cradle of the Confederacy. We're about to elect the first black woman governor in the history of our country. Wow. You know what's so interesting? You come highly, um, highly recommended. My man Carlos Watson was like, yo, you have to have Jennifer Carol Foy on. She's amazing. She's about to be the first black woman governor in the country. And I was like, yeah, sure. And, and you're an HBCU alumni? That's right. Hell State. Okay. So what do you plan to do for HBCUs in Virginia? Let's start there. 
So graduating from Virginia State University, uh, one of the best HBCUs in the country, um, not only did I graduate from there, but I also taught there as well, because I know the black excellence that our HBCUs produce in teaching and nursing and medicine and engineering and you name it. So I wanted to give back as much as I could. And so as governor, I'll make sure to make our, our HBCUs research and development universities so we can draw down those federal funds and the next best great idea or invention happens at an HBCU. Uh, also addressing that gap that we have. We have kids dropping out of our HBCUs uh, because they are having debt but no degree because the amount of tuition, room and board, books costs more than the amounts of loans and grants that they're eligible for. So making sure that we can keep our kids in schools, that's what's most important to me. So increasing financial aid is tops. And I have to say capital improvements as well. You know, I talked to the president at Norfolk State University and she explained to me, Jen, our science building is crumbling, literally, not figuratively. So we need some dollars and I am gonna show up in a big way. As a state legislator, I already helped put forth a budget that gave historic amounts of money to our HBCUs. And I'm gonna to continue to do that as governor. Now I was gonna ask you, you know, Virginia has uh, known to be a, a very racist place. Um, a lot of things that they do doesn't necessarily benefit our community. How do we start to change that? I went to Hampton University, so I've seen it from early on. What can we do to, to, to stop all that racism that, that is so strong in Virginia? So we have to change the people in positions of power. That's number one. Um, because when you have people who went to church, we went to church, went to our schools, breathed our air, walked our streets, lived in our communities that have long been ignored, neglected, and left behind, you know, they're gonna put policies in place that's gonna uplift our communities in a real way. So that's what we have to start. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I'm running for, for governor. I was born and raised in Petersburg, Virginia. It used to be an affluent and well-to-do African-American community. But when jobs left, businesses closed in despair, high child poverty, uh, high crime rates, they all crept in. And politicians of the past turned their backs on us. And, you know, we had to fight and fend for ourselves. But luckily, you know, we are a strong and resourceful people. And we've been able to do that. But we're not looking for a hand out, we're looking for a hand up, someone who's gonna fight for us. So that's why I became a public defender, a foster mom, community organizer, and a state legislator, where I've been able to pass bills to reduce the black maternal mortality rate, right? Where black women are four times more likely to die during childbirth. And I almost became one of those statistics as well, because I wasn't seen, I wasn't believed, and I wasn't heard. Um, helped pass the bill to prohibit these chokeholds by police officers. So we don't have an Eric Garner situation in Virginia, um, diversifying a teacher workforce because statistics show that if a black child has a teacher that looks like him or her, they are more likely to graduate from high school and go on to college. The reason we've been, I've been able to pass these bills and budgets is because people have believed in me and the messaging in this campaign, and we're going to make it bigger and better as, as governor. What do you think? Um, I mean, why do you think your, your campaign is so quiet? Because I think about the last two you know, brilliant black people who had an opportunity to, to take over as governor, Miss Stacey Abrams and, you know, brother Andrew Gillum. Like, why do you think those, those seem like those were like made a lot of noise? Why do you think your campaign has been so quiet? I think that the media has uh, been slow to pay attention to the race and governor because 
there has been a lot going on. I mean, 2020 was tragic, right? It took us through it. And then we had to fight for the White House. We had to win Congress and people, you know, media donors, voters, they've been exhausted. People are just now starting to tune in to this race in the last couple of weeks. And it's perfect time because we have the mobilization, the messaging, the people, the wind to our backs and, you know, the excitement and energy that's gonna help us win this. But, you know, those candidates, Andrew Gilliam and Stacey Abrams and all of them, they laid the foundation and built the framework for other campaigns to build. And we're starting a movement. I anticipate in 2022, there are gonna be black men and women running for governor and higher positions all over this country because it's reverberating that you can't just thank black people for delivering the White House and Congress. You have to support us when we're ready to lead. And we should be where all the decisions are being made. We don't just need bills and budgets written for black women. We need them written by black women. Mm. And we're gonna be heard from today. How, how would you define the current political landscape after, after Trump? define it as uh, divisive. You know, both political parties have kind of gone to their respective corners. Um, some people see any type of compromise or negotiation as, you know, treasonous. And we have to get back to that space where, you know, it's the art of negotiation. You give a little something, I get, give a little something. But at the end of the day, the job is to get the job done. So being one of the first women to ever graduate from Virginia Military Institute, one of the top military colleges in this country, it taught me that, like, it doesn't matter how this person worship, who they love, where they come from. You know, people are dying, people are hurting based upon what we do or we don't do. And that's what's most important. But, you know, we are in a place where facts don't matter, right. where, you know, people don't care. It's all about self-preservation. And what I'm hearing from Virginia voters is that they're frustrated with the partisan politics and divisive rhetoric. And they just want people who are gonna get things done and improve their quality of life. And that's why I'm running. What would that mean to you to be the first black woman governor in the country? It would mean the fact that we are breaking down barriers and blazing trails, but this is nothing new to me. I'm not new to this at all. You know, being the first public defender ever elected to the Virginia General Assembly, the first woman, one of the first women to graduate from Virginia Military Institute, and one of the, and the first woman to run a race while pregnant with twins, being outraised and out endorsed and still winning wow. my legislative seat. I play no games. So I'm here to ensure that we make this one happen on June 8th. And I need everyone to go to my website at jennifercarolfoy.com. And please do your homework research because I need your vote. I need you to show up and I need you to show out for Jennifer Carol Foy for governor on June 8th. All thank right. you, Ms. Foy. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, thank you, Jennifer Carol Foy, for joining us. Make sure you go out there and vote Virginia. And don't forget my car show July 3rd in Atlanta. Your favorite celebrity cars, exotic cars, rides for the kids, gaming, trucks, food, all types of stuff. July 3rd in Atlanta and, of course, August 14th if you're on the East Coast Atlantic City. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Tickets are flying. It will sell out shortly. So get your tickets before it does. All right. And shout to Louis V in Atlanta and that station to beat out there. Have tickets if you want to uh, win. So just keep it locked to the station all day long. And today is Election Day, too. So vote, 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 vote. Why not? All right, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Uh, listen, life is all about perception, okay? Positive versus 